Hi, I'm Matthew Bliss, host of The Dead Drop. And if you love this show, subscribe in your podcatcher, leave a review, and tell a friend. We love berating your friends about video games, and I do it so you don't have to. Let's get into the episode. It's got the rubber stamp. Microsoft and Activision Blizzard are finally merged. Welcome back to The Dead Drop, your secure delivery of video game news for Monday, the 16th of October, 2023. Microsoft announced on the 13th of October of this year that the Activision Blizzard deal has finally been confirmed and completed. The final obstacle we mentioned last week, the UK Competition and Markets Authority, has finally given the green light and the acquisition can continue. Now, the big questions we've long awaited answers to. Will Microsoft's promises of a less toxic culture be realized? Phil Spencer says as much in his statement on the Xbox Wire site, confirming the transition. We'll do this in a culture that strives to empower everyone to do their best work, where all people are welcome and is centered on our ongoing commitment of gaming for everyone. That was his quote. Will Bobby Kotick stay on the board after the sale? In a letter to employees, he said Phil asked him to stay on until the end of 2023, reporting directly to him. I'm sure many can't wait until he's gone though. And the big question, what about my Call of Duty? Cloud streaming rights for Ubisoft confirm the availability of it and other titles for the next 15 years at least. As always, for all the details I haven't mentioned, check out the link in the show notes. In other news, Ubisoft executive Chris Early has mused in a Ubisoft website blog that physical discs for games will not be going away anytime soon. The subject arises again with rumors of an all-digital Xbox Series X and a new PlayStation 5 iteration including the same. Ubisoft has also bought cloud gaming rights from Microsoft Activision Blizzard for their titles over the next 15 years. Early is quoted in the blog, some people will always want to own the physical disc, I just don't think it's going away. Do I think physical sales might get lower over time? Sure, but will it ever completely go away? I don't think so. The soon-to-release Alan Wake 2 will be sold as a digital-only game to save on development costs. Do you think we'll go discless in the near future? Blizzard released a new teaser trailer for Season 2 of Diablo 4, only to have fans find mistakes in what is mentioned as quality-of-life updates. The mistakes are too numerous to detail here, but include inverted map footage, speed comparisons that are actually the same, and a new XP calculation formula with incorrect working. See the show notes for Eurogamer's article and a link to their hilarious source material from YouTuber Raxantarax in the show notes. This also comes before Diablo 4 arrives on Steam with a Steam Deck verified category on Tuesday the 17th of October. Peter Molyneux has lit the internet on fire again by announcing a game dev project in the works codenamed Moat that will be set in the same location as the Fable games. Molyneux announced the title in development alongside a blog of his crazy development practice. Many are quizzical about how two separate IP set in Albion, the originally announced Fable location, could be possible, especially as Microsoft owns the rights to the Fable franchise. There are no announcements as to the release date of this game at this stage. Valve has issued a warning to Counter-Strike 2 players that have AMD graphics cards that the new anti-lag feature in RX 7000 or newer cards will be VAC banned. This has been recognized through users and then by Valve itself that the new anti-lag functionality directly interacts with the game's engine code and thus is considered unauthorized tampering by the system. 
while a great feature for player experience, make sure you switch it off on your AMD card until Valve can issue a patch to fix the issue. There will be reversing bands once it has been rectified. And now moving on from industry news to the games. The Spider-Man 2 launch is on the horizon, and Sony has seen fit to release a big trailer in the meantime to whet gamers' appetites before it releases on Friday the 20th of October. Check out the trailer link in the show notes. Super Mario Bros. Wonder, a new title from Nintendo, has leaked online early. It seems that streamers have been recording and posting footage from the title, and early copies have been ripped for distribution on ROM sites. Of course, fan spoilers are a point of contention, with many outspoken about story relevance for a Mario game. What I am keen to see is Nintendo's response. Notoriously a very litigious company regarding its content, and taking many to court over distribution that violates any terms of service. Don't Scream is a new game developed in Unreal Engine 5 designed to be a hyper-realistic horror game, but you see everything through a 90s camcorder. The weird thing though, you need a microphone to play it, because if you scream, the game will restart. The only two developers have said there is no story, it has just one challenge, Don't Scream. Basically, a scream simulator. If you like getting your heckles up in the spooky season, check out the trailer in the show notes as well. Lollipop Chainsaw Repop has been announced by the developer as no longer being a remake, but instead a remaster. Dragami Games founder Yoshimi Yasuda has said that the intention was to make the game easier for fans to play, and not to completely remake the title. A cult favourite, Lollipop Chainsaw features a scantily clad cheerleader wielding a chainsaw weapon against a zombie horde and was originally released in 2012 on PlayStation and Xbox. The Mortal Kombat 1 reboot has released a first look at the bonus character skin Omni-Man from the Amazon Prime animated series Invincible. J.K. Simmons will voice the character in the game as he has for the series, and boy howdy, that beefy lad looks just as menacing as he does on the show. Omni-Man will release for Mortal Kombat in November. And lastly, a promotion between the Pokemon Company and the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam has turned disastrous, as people caused a scene when purchasing merchandise. The point of uproar was over an exclusive promotional Pokemon card, Pikachu in a felt grey hat, that was given for free with every purchase. On social media, the disruptive crowd was shared and many users were bragging that they'd sell the promotional card for a profit. Some went up for as much as $500 online afterwards. The museum and the Pokemon company have apologised to fans and resolved not to provide the exclusive card with purchases anymore. However, Eurogamer has provided an update that instead it will offer the card with Pokemon trading card game products, limited to one per order. Thanks so much for sticking with me on the Dead Drop Game News podcast for the news as of the 16th of October, 2023. Stick around while we listen to a trailer for a fellow podcast in the gaming sphere. And if you'd like your trailer previewed at the end of this show, send it to deaddroppod at gmail.com and we'll have a chat. So stick around and enjoy this exclusive trailer. Debate This asks the bold questions other podcasts are afraid to ask about our favorite comic books and video games. So far, all we know about Mr. The Rock's upcoming project is that it is, quote, one of the biggest, most badass games, and, quote, one that he's played for years. What video game adaptation do you think he will star in, and as what character? The answers are, well... 
delivered boldly and confidently. Kirby games, on the other hand, are all about his copy abilities, his powers. In short, guys, a Kirby game is about drive. It's about power. No! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I won't. I will guys, not be part of this. Kirby stays hungry, yet he devours. Find Debate This on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you download podcasts. How did he slip this by us, guys? <laughs> no, how, how did we get... This? I did it!